When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Tug Republic Podcast, a weekly chat with Carolina Guzik about all things marketing. Some episodes are short tips that you can implement in your business right away, while others are in-depth conversations with industry leaders. Whether you're a new photographer searching for some knowledge or an established professional with years of experience, Carolina offers fresh and innovative advice that can help you transform your photography business. Second of the Talk Republic, I'm Carolina Gusek and I am super excited you are listening to us today. Our first episode of 2019, so Happy New Year to you. I hope this 2019 is an amazing year that you accomplish great things, both personal life and in your business, and that no matter what, that you go out there and work for your business. You go out there and network implement new marketing strategies, learn, and make your business work. So, yes, Happy New Year. I've been a little bit under the weather. I've been sick for a couple of weeks. So if you hear me coughing or sneezing, I apologize. I will try not to do so, but you can imagine that those are things that I cannot control. Uh, I want to give a huge, huge, huge shout out before we start this episode to our funding patreon members amazing community that we are creating on patreon where i am uh, creating uh, tutorials video tutorials uh, marketing tutorials Uh, they are a little bit more in-depth than the podcast so great content over there you can still go and be a funding member today for only five dollars a month this is crazy cheap five dollars a month to access all the content in patreon once those 10 spots are sold out it's gonna be ten dollars a month to access all the content so it's still a fantastic deal perhaps something to consider in this new 2019 an extra level of education for you to get that marketing going for your business all right without any further ado today we're going to talk about contact pages you might think, why are we going to talk about contact pages? And it's 2019, as, as I just mentioned a thousand times. And the contact page is like the second most important page on your website. It is, you know, somebody lands on your website. They like your work. They're going to hit contact. They want to contact you. So we need to pay close attention to what goes into that page and how we optimize that page to create an impact into the people that could possibly be our clients. Uh, So super important to pay attention to that. And I hope that after today's podcast, if you need to go and check up your contact information and maybe change some things that you go and do them so you can book more clients. So the first thing that we are going to talk about is, which is quite important, and I've seen this trend going, it's people contacting you through social media. 
I know it's easy, right? They're on the app, they're on Instagram, and they just want to send you a message, or they are on Facebook and they want to send you a message, and that's fine. Uh, really, is no way to avoid that um, unless you have like turn off in Facebook. You can turn off messaging to your business page, but on Instagram, there is no way to turn a DM uh, off. So first thing, first thing, super important is that you check your DMs on Instagram because if somebody sends you a message and they are not following you, it's not gonna show up as your notifications. So if somebody you know sends you a note like, "Hey, can I get some information?" and you don't see that and you missed on that on that opportunity, that's bad. So make sure that you are checking your DMs daily to see if you have new people sending you messages. Now, once you open that DM, instead of sending your information through Instagram because let's be honest, not very professional. Um, second of all, you cannot really track those you know, DMs. Uh, third, remember you're running a business, so we're gonna treat our business like a business. So what I want you to do is like interact with that person that you know sends you the email, like, hey, how are you? Great to you know, virtually meet you. I would love to send you all that information. What about you send that, you, you fill up my contact form? Thank you, once you do that, I'm gonna share all the information with you. So you are sending people out of the app into your website. That's going to do two things. One, if they haven't seen your work, like your actual body of work on your website, that's going to be great because they're going to like fall in love with you. They're going to be able to see other weddings. They're going to be able to see more of you and your work other than Instagram. And two, once they send up that contact, you have all that database in your email and you can track and keep an organized business. So once you, you know, you receive that contact form, uh, well, before you even do that, we're going to evaluate what should be on a contact form. Now I've seen a little bit of everything. I have seen photographers that have a very extensive contact form. It's almost overwhelming. And I have seen other photographers that are just like, yes, yeah, send me your email. I don't even know what your name is. Like just send me an email. So we're not going to do either extreme. I think either extreme is not really great for business. If you have very little information there, there is no way for you to truly assess the situation or assess the client. And if you have a lot of information that you're asking for the clients, they might even log off before they even complete the contact form. They're going to be like, oh my God, I just want some information. I didn't know this was like a freaking application for university like why do I need to answer so many questions so I want you to keep the questions that you ask focus into you know what do you need to know about your clients and not that many I think that if you have about eight you know eight items on your contact form that's a, a good number I know it sounds like a lot but let's say you need to have the name of your client the email so you can email the email them back um, I ask for a phone number I think it's important for me to know that I can reach them via text message or that I can call them even though I don't call inquiries, but I want to have that phone number. I want to have as a wedding photographer, as a wedding photographer, I want to have the event day because I want to make sure that I am available. I don't want to waste their time. I don't want to waste my time. If I am not available, I'm going to just send a short email saying like, I'm not available. Here is a couple of friends that I referred. Fantastic. So I want to know the venue of the wedding where they're getting at. Uh, that's going to help me assess the kind of wedding that we are going to have. Uh, I want to know the number of guests. I don't think this is a requirement, but as a wedding photographer, I want to know if it's going to be a huge wedding or if it's going to be a smaller wedding. That way I can also recommend which collection will be better for them. Uh, 
A question that a lot of people are avoiding, it's how, how did you find me? I want to find out how did you find me? Now, it's important to know that these questions like how did you find me? That's not a must. Like they don't need to answer that question for the form to be able to be sent. Questions that are a must is like the name, email, um, maybe phone number. I think other than that, all of the other questions are just optional for them to answer, even though everybody answers them. Uh, and something, uh, here is something important that I want you to take away from this episode is ask a surprise question. And by a surprise question, I mean a question that they were not expecting to get, right? They're expecting to, you know, to write down about their venue, the number of guests they're having, the date, the names. I mean, there's something that they're used to, you know, answer. They probably have filled up other photographers' forms. So, they know what to expect. When, but when you add a surprise question, a couple of things happen. First of all, you're breaking that pattern in your brain that you just like another photographer. So it's like they get to that surprise question. They're like, oh, interesting. She wants to know what my favorite drink is. Or she wants to know my favorite travel destination or my favorite type of meal. I don't know. Ask something personable. In my case, I ask about their TV show. What is your favorite TV show? And the reason why is because I love TV. I watch a lot of TV. So that's something that I can connect with them, right? If they tell me a TV show, I can most likely have watched the TV show. Or I could be like, oh my God, I have never watched this TV show. Tell me about it. I can connect with them in a personal level. I can be more relatable. I am no longer just another photographer. I am like the photographer that is asking about TV shows. Like... And if they love TV, that's going to be great because they're going to be like, I can be friends with this chick. I like, and I'm going to lead the conversation with something personal instead of like business related. And that's exactly what I want. I want people that work with me to feel like friends. And I want the conversation to be a little bit casual, even though it's going to be a lot of business stuff. I want to lead this contact information, which is like the first step a client is taking into doing business with me or the possibility of doing business with me in a way that it's friendly, in a way that doesn't feel like another transaction. As I said, they had probably sent at least one other, you know, contact form to another photographer, and I want mine to stand out and be different. How do I make this different? By adding that surprise question. Uh, There's many ideas that you can add to the surprise question. I don't know, like you, if you are a really, really, like like a fan of like a group, or a, or a band, and you know, you ask, like, do you love, I don't know, the Beatles? What's your favorite song? And let's say they do. That's something that you can really, really connect with people. So when you are sending that uh, inquiry form, when you're sending your information, instead of just being like, here, there is my information, you can lead with, like, I am so happy you love the Beatles. I love the Beatles. My favorite record is, you know, help. And gosh, I have so many, you know, questions that I would love to ask them and I actually saw Paul McCartney in in concert and I wish you know I could have seen the Beatles but you know Paul McCartney is the closest thing that I'm gonna ever get to seeing them and the whole conversation changes now they're excited about you because again this is not gonna be a business transaction you're not gonna be there just for like oh yeah this is how much I charge give me your money now You're leading with something that is personable, something that is breaking the ice, something that has nothing to do with their wedding, but everything to do with their personal likes. And I think that is what's important in business. 
right now, 2019, if you think that you are standing out just because your pictures are pretty, I have bad news for you. There is hundreds of photographers, if not thousands, that have beautiful pictures. This is not something that it's new or that is only unique to a few. But your personality, that's unique to you. That's you. So let's lead with that. So let's add that surprise question to your contact form. Now, if you are a family photographer, uh, your contact form is still should have about eight, you know, uh, aspects of it. It's still the name, I think, is important. Email, important. Phone number, important. Maybe you don't need an event date, but maybe you should ask um, kind of like what, you know, what, yeah, what day do they have in mind? It might not be set on a stone, but they could be like, I want to have this family shoot like in the next month, in the next two months. So it gives you an idea for your calendar. Perhaps not a venue because family sessions don't happen at venues, but perhaps you could ask a location. What location are you interested in? I don't know, downtown, the beach, uh, you want a more forest look. So that also will give you an idea on how to reply to this email, where to take this email from, uh, set you as you know apart from other family photographers uh maybe not the number of guests but maybe you can ask how many people are in your family so also gives you an idea if it's going to be a large family if it's just you know three people four people uh it's still important to ask how did you find how they find you oh and this is important because a couple of things if they find you through word of mouth you can send a thank you email to the person that refers you. If they find you on Facebook, then you know that whatever you're doing on Facebook is working. If they find you on Instagram, you will know that whatever you're doing on Instagram is working. So really important to know where those inquiries are coming from. So you can track them and you can do more of that. And again, surprise question. Always important to add that surprise question to your contact form. Now, every contact form has a submit button, right? Submit. But is that exciting? Submit is not exciting. So I'm going to challenge you to change that submit into, I don't know. Let's do this. I can't wait to hear from you. I'm excited to meet you. I don't know. Make it exciting. Submit is so boring. Add your personality to this contact form. Add that little thing that makes you who you are. And now, you know, I gave you all the information about context form. I'll give you steps, how to do it. I, we talk about a uh, surprise question. But most importantly is that you check that your contact form is working. It happens only once in my business that my contact form didn't work and I had no idea about this. It was just like, I was like, oh my God, I haven't heard from anybody in a couple of weeks. What's going on? And I contact a friend of mine and she sent it the contact and she's like, it's not going through. I wanted to die. I was like, what do you mean it's not going through? I have to contact, you know, my web server. They help me out. So make sure that your contact form is working. Have a friend submit a contact form for you. Uh, and if it's been a couple of days or weeks that you haven't heard from anybody, go and check that contact form. Make sure that it's working. All right, guys, that's all for today. This was a short, uh, but to the point marketing tip. I hope that you use it. I hope that you implement it. And remember, I want to hear from you. Tell me about it. You can send me a DM. This is the only thing when you should send me a DM, you know, when you tell me about the podcast. Uh, you can comment on the group. If you are not a part of the Facebook group, uh, what are you waiting for? Over 400 photographers having a lot of fun there, you know, talking about business. Come join us. And once again, if you're interested in those video tutorials that are a little bit more in-depth uh, information, uh, check out.
check out Patreon. I love to see you there. All right, guys, happy 2018, and I'll see you very soon. Ciao, ciao. Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes, please visit thetogrepublic.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Want even more? Join our marketing community group. Just search for The Tog Republic Group on Facebook. Until next week. Thank you.